Hello there. Thanks for downloading our podcast. This is I Love This and You Should Too, a podcast hosted by Indy and Samantha. Hi, Indy. Hello. I like that, that you're acting like they snuck up on us. <laughs> well, maybe they did. Oh, uh, oh, I, I didn't see you there. Maybe it was a surprise download or maybe they downloaded it last night when they were drunk. Yeah. Um, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, I assume that the majority of our listeners are going to be people who accidentally downloaded this while they were drunk. Or my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, moms. Everyone's mom. Everyone's moms. All right. So, yeah, so w- welcome and thank you for joining us for our inaugural episode of I Love This and You Should Too. Dun, 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 dun. Yep, that's what we're going to do every time we say it. No, that's inaugural music. Oh, okay, That's gotcha. like presenting. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Since it's the first episode, nobody knows what's going on here, so I guess we should probably tell them how this is going to work, right? I I think that's probably the best thing to do. Okay, so this is a, a podcast, I guess, about sharing more than anything. Sharing something that I love with you, you'll share something you love with me, and you're going to hope that, uh, that I love it as well. <laughs> and that we still love each other after. Right. So how it'll work is every episode... We'll, we're going to alternate taking turns and selecting something. So this week, I'm up first. So I'm going to be picking a movie for Samantha to watch. And it's going to be something that I love that she has not seen or that she dislikes. And then we're going to talk about it and I'm going to explain why I love it and why I think she should too. And maybe I'll be able to convince her. And then in the episode after that, we'll switch places. She'll bring me something. And then we'll talk about that one. And oh, do I have a doozy. Oh, I'm excited already. I'm excited for yours because we historically have not had very matching tastes. Yeah, that's true. And that's kind of the reason we uh, we got into this. So let's let's talk about our tastes in movies and in in pop culture in general. So what kind of uh, what kind of movies do you like to watch usually? I love a good rom-com, a good chick flick, um, something lighthearted and kind of easy to watch, I think. I think when I'm when I'm reaching for a movie, I'm looking for something to unwind to and to kind of relax and watch something that isn't too heavy. And I think that um, I really enjoy something that's not going to be too crazy or scary. Um, I don't enjoy the anxiety that I feel during scary movies. So I think uh, I think that I'm I gear more towards the girly stuff. Um, so and what are some movies that you have in mind, the, the types of movies we can expect from you? Um, I love anything kind of high school related, so like Mean Girls, Bring It On. Um, I love anything wedding related, so Bride Wars, anything like that. Um, and uh, I love anything with a strong female character. I can agree with that part, but... I don't think I watch a lot of high school movies. I can't think of... I'm sure there's a lot of high school movies I love, but I can't think of them right now. <laughs> Dazed and Confused? That I've was good. never seen that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's not what we're going <laughs> to no, see from you. No, the more rom com and lighthearted, the better. See, I, I do like a good romantic comedy, but I think most romantic comedies aren't good. <laughs> when there's a rare good one, I'm I'm all for it, and I do like watching those types. But I think it's a genre that 
is oversaturated and that they don't pay a lot of attention to quality. They just think like, oh, we have blank star, let's just make some garbage and get it out there. And they don't pay attention to, to um, the script as much as, as some other genres. I don't disagree. I feel like the least, the less marketable a genre, the more likely there's going to be good quality in it. Like, this is what I mean. So romantic comedies, action movies, very marketable, right? Yes. So they know they're going to make some money, and anyone can, not anyone can make them, of course, but you don't have to be especially driven to make that type of movie. Mm -hmm. While stop motion, not a lot of stop motion movies out there. No. Not particularly marketable. They're expensive for the for the return. I've rarely seen a bad one because I feel like if you're making a stop motion movie, you really have something to say. It's like that a passion project. Yeah, exactly. And I last month I actually watched four stop motion movies, and all of them were so good. I saw um, <laughs> Isle of away? Dogs. We watched Isle of Dogs oh, together. Oh, yes, we did, we did. And, and that I was loved cute. it. That was really cute. And um, Anomalisa, which I'm sure most of the world will hate, but I thought was very good. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, which was also very good. And one more. Oh, what was the other one? I'll get back to you later. We can expect a lot of romantic comedies from you. Lighthearted, girly fun. Okay. That's what we're going to call it. I like lighthearted, girly fun. I mean, fun. I also love anything that's a period piece. So, Ooh. like Elizabeth, anything based on kings or queens living in, you know, the olden days of Europe. Um, I loved CW's reign. Um, I think that that was not quite as historically accurate, but it was like good fun. See, while I was with you with the uh, the romantic comedies, you may lose me on those ones, especially when they're like all like period pieces that are all sexed up. Oh, I see. I love a good sexed up period piece. Oh, I do not. <laughs> I'm already like down with monarchies. So then that on top of like high school angst in a monarchy movie, I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not on board. I th I think that you're gonna have to give it a try, and I know what my second movie is gonna be. Oh, great, awesome. <laughs> You're just giving me, you're giving me ideas here. So uh, the types of movies you can expect from me, I like, um, like I do have a, uh, a film degree and I was kind of forced, not forced, I was allowed, permitted to watch all sorts of, um, I guess maybe more artsy movies. I really love all these uh, German silent movies, but I don't think I'm going to get you to watch those because I don't know if I'd be able to convince you. But a lot of things that I think are classics, but maybe people don't see as much anymore. So originally I was thinking, well, first episode, you should go with like probably the best movie of all time and do Godfather. Absolutely. It's super easy because yeah. it's, uh, and you can see it's very archetypal in so many ways, but I'm actually not going to do that one. And um, so I guess you could expect a lot of early De Niro and Pacino from me. Oh, okay. The 70s. Oh, the 70s were such a good time for American <laughs> cinema. From like 68 to 79. So much good stuff. So you can expect stuff like that. Um, I'm probably going to force you to watch something with subtitles every now and then. But also, like, I like... There's a lot of cheesy things I like, too. Like, there are some romantic comedies that maybe you haven't seen. Maybe mm -hmm. I could even bring... Well, you've probably seen them all already. No, I haven't seen them all. Maybe like a classic romantic, like like Pretty Woman. 
Pretty Woman is a good. See, movie. I've never seen Pretty Woman. Oh, okay. I think you'd like that one. So I grew up not watching a lot of movies. My parents were very much go outside and play. Don't come back into the house. Mm-hmm. You can watch half an hour of Sailor Moon, and then it's dinner time and bedtime. And I, I missed a lot of the '90s and uh, the movies that came out during that period. Right. Which I feel like is like your heyday. Yeah, probably. But um, yeah, so I think you can expect maybe some, I'm going to try to keep it accessible because I want you to enjoy these. And I think if I start off at right at the beginning with Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, you're going to be angry with me. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there eventually, I think. So we know what the podcast is. We talked a little bit about ourselves and our tastes and what we're going to bring to it. So why are we doing this podcast? Why did you want to do it? What do you hope to gain from it? Um, I'd like to gain a better appreciation for some of the movies that you like. I know that you're like literally educated in movies. So I think that it would be good for me to kind of broaden my horizons a little bit. That's always good. And I think we so often think of uh, if you disagree with a movie someone likes or even if you have a dis- different opinion on food, people take it very personally. They're like, oh, oh it's a you totally don't, a personal thing. If you don't like that band, then we can't be friends, which I think is so ridiculous. Yes. It's like saying like, oh, if you don't like this brand of soda, we're not friends. It's, it's just very, everyone's tastes are different. It's very elementary school. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope that we can kind of um, bring that not only to our own discussions, but to like everyone else that, yeah, you can hate something that someone else loves and it's all right. You can still like that person. True. It's not necessarily like a judgment just because you don't like what they like. And I think a lot of people have a tough time with that. And then also, like, I love sharing things that yes. I love, which is pretty much the, the premise of this whole thing. Absolutely. There's so many movies that I wouldn't have seen if not, uh, if my friends hadn't shown them to me. There's so many bands that I never would have heard of. Um, someone didn't, like, make me a mixed CD, mixed tape at one point. I had mixed <laughs> tape. Wow. But that was, like, elementary school, I guess. So. I feel like I made a couple tapes when yeah. I was, yeah. Like I recording things off the radio? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that this is going to be a very successful podcast. So we're not just going to do three episodes and then get bored, right? No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is going on for years. We're yes. going to be the number one podcast in the world. Ever, ever. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> number one amongst people in this apartment. There's only two of us in this apartment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I was hoping, like, in the future that we can just keep this going, but for all sorts of different things. Like, of course, we could get into music. We can get into books. And then once we're all making that big podcast money, mm. you know, those podcasters make all the big all money. All those big dollars. Yeah. We can start doing things like, hey, you know what I love and you should too? Backpacking on very little money through Southeast Asia. Because I love it and you never had a chance to do it yet. But we're going to have those big podcast dollars. So can't we backpack through Southeast Asia on podcast money? That's exactly how it's going to be. And that'll (laughs) be our episode. Excellent. So and I think we've kind of already done that. Like there's movies you got me to watch where I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty good. And also I I got you to eat spicy food, which you didn't used to. It's true. A year ago, I would not eat anything super spicy and I could barely handle it. And also raw fish. You didn't eat raw fish before. No. One of our first dates was a sushi date. Yeah. And and it was terrible because... Nothing but California rolls. Yeah. We went to a sushi place and there was no fish. (laughs) Because I I didn't know that you could still call it sushi if there's no raw fish in it. but. But now I love wasabi and raw fish and spicy food. There you go. And next, you're going to love 
slasher movies from the early to mid 80s, right? Mm, we'll see. Yeah, probably <laughs> though. Yeah, so I think that kind of sums up like what we're going to do, where we're going. So should we get into it? Are you excited to hear what your movie's going to be? Oh, I'm very excited. Drum roll. So uh, maybe not a drum roll because it's a bit of a preamble. But <laughs> uh, when we were deciding <laughs> what which movie to do, I like I was saying, there's so many big iconic movies that I thought would be great. Or I thought like, I could do my very favorite movie of all time because that's a great thing for a first episode. But we were talking in passing about the movie The Sixth Sense. Mm. And dear listeners, our friend Samantha has not only not seen The Sixth Sense, she doesn't know anything about it. The only thing that I know is the I see dead people quote, which is kind of everywhere in pop culture. And since I don't live under a rock, or not a large rock, I, <laughs> just a little rock, uh, just yeah. a little rock um, I, I know that quote and I've seen it in lots of places and I've seen it parodied before, but I've never actually seen the movie. Yeah, so I think a lot of you out there know how special it is that she doesn't know anything about it. And I don't want to talk about this too much in front of Samantha, but you know what I'm saying. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but it also just like made me think of if I could see my favorite movie without having known anything about it. Or it's this isn't my favorite movie, but it's I do remember really liking it and going into into something good with no expectations is it's pretty awesome because like my favorite movie was um was taxi driver the robert de niro movie and i of course like known quite a bit about it before i ever saw it because i saw it as an adult so to to see something like that fresh i think will be will be pretty awesome i think that's the beauty of what we're trying to do here too is giving that first experience yeah, so, uh, do you want to see the trailer? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You know the accident up there? Yeah. The lady, she broke her neck. Oh my god, where is she? Standing next to my window. You have a secret, but you don't want to tell me. I see dead people walking around like regular people. I don't see anything. Are you sure they're there? They're everywhere. They want me to do things for them. I think that they know that you're one of these very rare people who can see them. So you need to help them. What if they don't want to help? I don't think that's the way it works. I you know for sure. Not every gift. Is anyone there? Is a blessing. The sixth sense. Please make them clean. I'm working on it. So, what do you think? Oh, wow. Well, the trailer had that I see dead people, they're walking around like normal people line, and it had some pretty famous people in it. Do you know who those people are? Um, Bruce Willis. That's Bruce Willis, yes. And who's the lady? Uh, that's uh, Tony Collette. <gasps> plays, that's Tony Collette! Plays um, Haley Joel Osment's mom. Yes, okay. So, I recognized her, could not place her, but that's so cool to see her in something when she was a little bit younger. So, yeah, The Sixth Sense came out in 1999, and it was kind of um, M. Night Shyamalan's debut. And are you familiar with him, who he is? Uh, yes, vaguely. Yeah, so he's Very done... famous horror kind of thriller suspense person. Yeah, definitely. And this was the first, I'm not sure if it was his first movie ever, but it was definitely his first one that got any wide recognition, and the first one that I had seen. So... 
I kind of had a mindset of like horror movies are R rated and they are like bloody or super spooky, and this one wasn't. It's a um, it's a PG thirteen. So you Uh-oh. know you're not going to see any decapitations. Well, that's why I didn't see it in 1999 when it came out. PG-13. Yeah. yeah. My parents didn't let me watch movies by myself that were above my age grade. Oh, see, I was lucky that I had um, the Blockbuster card and just like free reign. <laughs> so I remember seeing Return of the Living Dead and Pumpkinhead and when I was six, seven years old, which maybe I shouldn't. But either way, um, yeah, The Sixth Sense, I actually haven't seen it in quite a while, but I'm hoping it holds up. It looks a little campy from the trailer. Like, it looks very late 90s, early 2000s. Huh. See, I don't see that, but I wonder if it's because, like, oh, no, I, I remember that time, so that's not dated for me as much. But well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. And I guess I remember it being a very well-constructed movie in a lot of ways. It was something that I studied uh, later as an adult for, um, there's like certain little cues he does with color and little bits of foreshadowing that kind of, how do I say this without giving anything away, manifest themselves on the screen visually. Okay. He does some fun things like that. That's something you always notice. We were watching something the other day and you were saying, oh, every time that this person's in it, the colors change and they're very like bright and happy. But then when this person's in it, they're very dark. And that's not something that I notice as like just a regular viewer. Oh, this one has some good stuff for that. But we'll talk about it on our next episode. Next episode. So that's your homework, listeners. Uh, watch The Sixth Sense. Even if you're doing it for the first time. Yeah. Try try to watch it for the first time with no expectations. Go into it and let me know what you think. And Samantha's going to be watching it for the first I'm time. I'm very excited. And it's going to be my first time in probably more than 10 years. Oh, but wow. Okay. I hope it holds up. I do, too. So do... You have anything else to mention? Oh, I thought we'd talk about the beer that we're drinking right now. That's right. So that's going to be a thing. We we like beer and we'll we probably like be drinking something for every episode. So we'll mention what we're drinking and what we think of it. Um, our first beer for our inaugural episode is um, from Both Kinds Brewing, a nano brewery out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, it's called Cherry Christmas. It's a cherry chocolate stout. And uh, the bottles are adorable. They have a super scary Krampus with a little boy in a sailor suit on them. So it's and, a deliciously smooth beer. And Krampus is presumably taking him away to... Does he whip them or he steals them? Well, I don't know my, my Krampus mythology that well. He's got like a big stick in his hand. Oh, yeah. He's going to be beating them probably. Yeah, probably. It's... Uh, interesting it's a festive cherry beer yeah it's good it's nice and smooth a little Mm -hmm. bit of a chocolatey taste to it yes all right well that brings us to uh the end of our episode so if people want to get in touch with us how could they do that samantha well if you want to send us some comments constructive criticism be nice or um Mm -hmm. movie recommendations you can email us this at I love this, you should, and the number two at gmail.com. We're available on Twitter at ILTYS and the number two, or Facebook, I love this, you should too podcast. So come give us some feedback. Yeah, and if um, any audio nerds are out there, let us know how it sounds. I'm going to be trying a few different things, and I'm always curious to see what other people think about it. But I think we're all done for the day. Okay. Well, 
Well, I want to thank all of you for listening. Thank you, Samantha, for being here. Oh, thank you, Andy, for being here. Oh, thank you for your thank yous. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode. Uh, this episode was sponsored by Trees. Whether you're looking for oxygen or shade on a sunny day, why not try Trees? All right. Thank you and goodbye. I loved this, and I hope you did too. Goodbye.